0: The powerful Viral returns, and Timilf of the four generals appears. Comrades gather together. Amidst this intensifying battle, Kamina and Sima learn of the existence of the Spiral King. To confront this as yet unseen enemy, Kamina resolves to capture the gigantic land battleship Dai Gunza. Volcanoes belch fire and rip the earth asunder. The stage is set for the
1: final showdown, and the man will soon learn his destiny.
2: about anime i'm very upbeat for this episode we're gonna not be upbeat by the end of this episode i might be oh he's <laughs> lost something that can never be replaced
1: it's bill
0: dude that's mean <laughs> holy crap I,
2: I i i was just told to say it <laughs> <laughs> yikes uh, he's not the sort of fella that would listen to anything anyway it's josh i heard everything you just said oh, okay oh gosh well, this rock is my fist. And by rock, I mean podcast and platform. <laughs> my name is Andy, and we are here today to talk about episode eight of Garen Lagan. What's up? Later, buddy. Later, buddy. Bye.
3: <laughs> no, B- Bill, come back! Did he really do that? I think he did. Holy crap. Well... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he left his bourbon here.
2: Give, just... give, give it yeah. three, two, two one... one.
0: I left my bourbon here.
3: Yeah, so it's like have a seat with us, buddy. Come on.
0: Come on. It's
3: not gonna be that bad.
2: We're gonna kill off one of the characters today. Spoiler. Um <laughs> Woohoo. Okay, I <I'm> mean <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is uh <laughs> what, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yes. Let me switch from my get through this bourbon to my celebratory bourbon.
3: Alright, alright. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. no, it's a really big container for bourbon uh-huh.
3: He's been waiting kn- for this moment for uh, Eight episodes But I didn't more know- like uh, three months I
2: didn't know they put bourbon in two gallon containers that's, 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 That seems like At least ones with a handle like that You gotta, go,
0: you gotta go to Kentucky for those Okay, oh, yeah. got
2: it You go through the drive-thru for that? <laughs> You're right Okay <laughs> um, so, so, our apologies to our t- Kentucky listeners I'm not gonna finish
0: it the way we normally we do We like your whiskey Yeah, no, I have no apologies I yeah, like bourbon really? <laughs> Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, today we Meg are too. Mark ta- is yummy and you make it. So. Thank God. And today, Jack Daniels. I love Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is good. <sighs> Knop Creek, that's I think that's a Kentucky bourbon. I don't know. We're talking about anime. Episode eight. Damn yes. It. Yes. Bourbon cast. Uh, yeah,
2: bourbon cast. Um and <laughs> before we get there, this is gonna be a Josh episode. It was supposed to be my episode, but we did a little bit of a swap. Uh so this one's yeah. gonna be Josh's. The last one was mine.
0: Bourbon Voyage. <laughs> oh,
2: Lord. Uh but before we get into things today, uh we're gonna we're not gonna do I mean we can talk about anything in general that kind of like stands out but uh I think what what I want to talk about today in our uh, nerd news ish segment is I watched an anime. Oh my yeah, god, what anime too. did no you shit. watch? I've been watching a few. <laughs> no, I'm not not this. But like I You made I, me watch two of them. No, okay. Well, <laughs> not that. I actually watched I was uh, on Funimation and I was bored and I wanted to watch something new. It's something that I had never heard of, something modern. Mm -hmm. So I was on the simulcast section, Uh and I found, I was scrolling through, and there was an anime called Gamers! Exclamation point, uh, that came up that I decided to... Don't miss Rising. Yeah, yeah, wrong wrong Gamers. That I decided to give a shot, because when I read the description, it had to do with uh, essentially a high high school kids, shocker, it's an anime, Mm -hmm. that were starting a, a video game club. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like you know, like what I'm doing right now, like with my mm-hmm. teaching. I'm starting uh-huh. a video game club for the students. Uh, maybe there'll be something funny here. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was actually pretty funny. It, there right. was a lot of like really good like references to different video game stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, specific video games or just video gaming in general. But then it got kind of weird. Uh, it's it, like it's one of those animes. It's a, it's it falls under sli- slice of life. i know josh you hate um and that's part of the reason why i wanted to watch it just because i wanted to see if it was any good because i don't think i've seen very many slice of life animes
0: i prefer slice of pie
2: (laughs) i'm
3: sure you do Yeah.
2: slice of of pizza sorry yeah sorry
3: uh daio has has tattooed itself on my brain so anything slice of life is tainted by that
2: yeah it's it starts kind of interesting the main character's really jerpy. I don't, I don't know. He's. he's wow. No, no, like he, wow. no, no, he's like in a bad way. Like they portrayed him as like the, uh,
3: you know, typical o- shut typical in, typical
2: shut in like video like, gamer
3: or just like a bad otaku. Yes. Like a bad Japanese yes. otaku stereotype. Yes. Okay.
2: And he's like in one of the first episodes, he's at the video game store and he picks up this game that essentially has a lot of cheesecake type stuff in it. Okay. And uh, the female main character in the story shows up and, and like, she's like, what are you looking at there? And he like freaks out. He's overly like crazy and emotional and, 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 being a, and being spazzy and it. yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And it turns into like a weird love, like octagon. It's <laughs> like, I think I, I, that's probably the best way to describe it. There's all these
3: characters that are like kind of falling in love with each other. Are, are, are and... they literally in an octagon beating the crap out of each no, other? No, no, that would be other. much better. I actually want to see that anime now that I think about it. Yeah. It
2: we love Octagon! It, it would have been better than Gamers. Now, I'm not going to say that I hated the anime because I uh-huh. did finish all 12 episodes of the anime. Okay. But it definitely lost steam partway through and got kind oh. of really convoluted and confusing. And then the last episode was strictly just cheesecake. and oh God. And, and to make fun of DLC in video games. <laughs> it was just a giant rant about how DLC is a, is a terrible thing in video games. And the backdrop where they were at a they were at a one of the the, the spas or the the, the bath it? bathhouse it was a bathhouse okay. episode and it was just really weird because they're all teenagers and it was just like a lot of like boob and vagina shots and it was just like I mean it wasn't like full on like with bush and stuff but like it was a little tasteful nipples no everything okay. was like shaded uh, you know and kind of like shaded like or bit. what, what? <laughs>
1: stop
2: that it's one of those animes that if you're looking for something. If you like video games and you want to give it a shot, I'd say try it. If you don't get through the whole thing, that's okay. You're not missing much by the end of it. No, fair enough. Um, but I'm, i just I'm sorry, to sorry about... I stopped
0: paying attention. Did you see something about Slice of Cheesecake?
2: <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what do you guys... Wa- Let, let's Since we're talking about something I watched recently, what are you guys watching? I'm actually, uh, Kind of as part of an introduction um, this
3: week. I'm actually watching some new anime too. Newer anime. Okay. I uh, heard about this uh, anime called Overlord. So I checked okay. it out. That um, name sounds familiar. It's, it's well, it's on it's, on Funimation it's as well.
2: That's not how I know it.
3: There is a video game called Overlord. That he, might be how he
0: I know it. a jet and a tank, and they, like, duo together. Is that, like, Transformer sex? No. It's, like, a Transformer that gets cut in half. How do Transformers have sex? They don't. Could they? They just, they just build each other. I think there's, like, a seeding process. Depends on... The lore. It depends on which continuity you're in. Do you really want to get into this with me? Uh, we'll Andrew, save that for Andrew, bonus yeah, episode. Yeah, this would
3: be a longer, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you want to hear this on our bonus episode uh, at
2: some point, go to patreon.com slash Japanese to hear Bill talk about Transformer Sex, which I'm going to make him research <laughs> and talk about at a later date. All right.
0: Um, research? I can do it now. <laughs> all
3: right. Well, well, well <laughs> I know it.
0: All right, let's talk about well, Overlord. Yeah,
3: let's talk about, okay, so the the premise of Overlord is a uh, dude's playing one of those uh, dive M- MMORPGs like in... Uh, Sao or Dot Hack, or, you yeah. know, the, like the VR, and it's like literally the last day, last few minutes of, of the game, and uh, you know he's writing it out, and then he goes to log off after the game ended, and he finds out that he's actually been transported to a new world. Now the whole thing is he played a lich in the game, and that's what he is. He's a freaking lich with this horde of like all the NPCs now now have personalities. They're 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 actual people. And it's kind of this weird take on the, I'm trapped in the video game, but not really. I got sent to a, another world. It's okay. It's not anything fantastic or anything right home about. The the dude's just trying to figure out why, you know, what's going on. Finds out he's losing his humanity because as a lich he doesn't have emotions. So he doesn't have, so he's like not freaking out when he blatantly murders a guy and turns him into a friggin' a zombie or, or a, a skeleton monster that goes wrecking other people. He's just like, huh. I should have been freaking out about this. Why? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, it's it's. I mean, there are some humorous moments, um, but I think you might find it enjoyable enough to to sit down and watch Andrew Bill. Okay. I think you would hate it. I do have a question. Okay.
0: So there isn't any cheesecake.
3: No, sorry. Jesus we we did Christ. not get you cheesecake today. <sighs> Bill
2: is not focused at all
0: today. Uh, Bill, are you watching anything new and exciting? We're still marathoning our way through all the episodes of South Park.
3: Oh, wow. Where are you at? Well, how many
0: seasons are there?
3: Uh, That show's been on for like 20 years now. Yeah, I think it's
0: 25th season? Jesus Christ. And we're about... Last time I remember we were on season 9. I think we might have gotten to 10 already. And how many seasons of The Simpsons are there? Yes. Okay. The Simpsons have never not existed.
3: Simpsons came out in 1983?
0: Mm -mm. B.C. (laughs)
3: 1986? It was like the late mid-late 80s. Really? I feel uh, like it was
0: a little bit past that. No, that, that
3: series has been on as about as long as we've been alive.
2: Huh. Okay, so how? Uh, so what season are you on? I think we cross over in the 10. Okay. Are we still... Okay, I don't watch a lot of South Park. I, I haven't watched this for a very long time. I Didn't they get rid of Kenny at some point? Is Kenny still there?
0: Is he gone? They've done the seasons without Kenny and then brought him back again. Oh, okay. So he's already back. They took a season off of having Kenny. Yeah. Are they still killing him at every episode? or Not they... every episode. Yeah. Okay, okay. It yeah. happens sometimes, but it's not an every episode thing. Okay. They took a whole season where they tried to replace him, and they that well, was Timmy, and... But, and then Twee, and butters, Yeah, finally Butters. They settled on Butters oh, as, yeah. like, the fourth kid, and mm-hmm. then brought Kenny back, and now they just don't kill him all the time. Okay. Right. Interesting.
3: Like, one of the last times I saw him kill, uh, die was the uh, Cthulhu episode, where, you know, where they literally tried to make an explanation that he died... And then he would wake up the next day, and then at one point he goes, at the end of an episode, he goes, yeah, I'm going to go to bed, grabs a gun, and just blows his brains out in front oh. of the
0: kids. Well, he has the whole Mysterion, yeah, the Mysterion. thing, and he actually has a superpower. Mm-hmm. All the kids playing superpowers, so he actually has one. Huh, interesting. That
3: and Mint pro- uh, Crunch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, Fuller House Season 4 dropped. Yeah, we haven't watched Season 3 yet. We watched the first episode of Season 4, and that's all we've done so far. Yeah. So, the holidays have been... Busy running around, oh, so. busy busyness. Yeah. With the holidays. absolutely.
3: Actually, I've seen enough Candace Cameron right now that I'm just kind of tired of it. Because at work, they they have a couple TVs on, and they have Hallmark channel on all the time,
0: and she's on that all the fucking time. Is she on like Hallmark movies? Or? Yeah,
3: she's like in Hallmark movies all the time. I'm just oh, like, I'm sick and tired. She's
0: super her. Christian, super like pure, and yeah, yeah makes sense that she'd yeah, be on like those types yeah. of movies. And honestly, she's that character kind of on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean they don't do religion but other than that, she's that character on the show. Right. But she's the anchor point of the show, the straight person. She's not the funny one. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I don't know if we're gonna go any further with it. It was okay, but I'm yeah. kinda lost.
3: The nostalgia state. the nostalgia um glasses have, have come off. Yeah. Makes sense.
2: So that's that's what we're watching. If you're watching anything interesting that we should be watching, let us know. Uh, get on our social media. Get on Facebook.com/slash/Tuning Japanese. Send us a message at Tuning Japanese. Get on our uh, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Tuning Japanese,
3: and leave us a message there. Um, we have a Twitter account. Yeah, right. twat at us. That's what I said. Yeah, we also got uh, you know, hey, hey, what, <laughs> what about our Discord server? Yes. I mean, we've got a lot of activity recently. Yeah, the yeah. The act.
2: Discord, you know, Discord's like any Discord. It's going gonna, it's gonna to drop on and off at mm-hmm. times. But uh, definitely go check out our Discord at com slash Discord.
3: I like talking on our Discord. I know I've been talking to re-an- the guys that Reanimator mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been some fun conversations. Join in. Yeah. Join in the conversation. Yeah, don't, be don't let it just be the host of host talk. Yeah, yeah, join us. We'd love to have you there. Please join us.
2: Um A couple of uh, programming notes real quick, just so we kind of understand what's going on. Uh, We are reviewing, obviously, episode eight today, and uh, we'll be releasing uh, after this one a special bonus episode that Bill and I, and peripherally Josh, recorded with super fan Matt, and he joined us because of his donations on our Patreon, Mm -hmm. and we reviewed the first episode of Irresponsible Captain Tyler,
0: which was a show. It was, it was interesting, and I think you should listen to the episode to hear yes, I mean, everything we had to say about yes, it. Yes,
2: it. it's it's good, but I don't want to talk about it just because you have to hear it next week.
0: Yeah. It's bonkers. It, it's yeah. it's
2: it, fucking bonkers. It's great. And I only Matt, heard a
3: little bit, and I was like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, and Matt was a great and amazing guest, so definitely go check that out. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be a guest on there, head over to patreon.com slash Japanese and back. I believe it's the 5 or $10 donation. I can't remember from the top of my head. I think it might be $10 to join us for an episode or two or three. Who knows? So, we are going to be reviewing this episode 8, and it is Josh's turn, and we're going to get kind of somber at some point, probably. Uh, or celebratory, if you're Bill.
3: So, uh,
0: mm.
2: take
3: us away, Josh. we open with the usual recap of the previous episode. While the <laughs> volcanoes are still erupting, we see Simon is trying to sleep in Logon's cockpit. He's eventually Whoa. met Ooh. with the arrival of Yoko. He's and, sleeping in uh, his cock. Which, by the way... He starts addressing her chest uh, like he wants a different kind of eruption to happen from a different cockpit.
0: Uh, well, you know, he's a growing boy. And she's got boobs. And, yeah. Big boobs. I mean, does she ever? And she it points them at him all the time, so. Yeah. Also, I don't know that he really stares that much. I mean, not anymore, so he does any other episode.
3: Fair enough. Good old uh, Simone. Yo- yeah, but Yoko
0: gives <laughs> Good old a textbook <laughs> ex-
3: explanation about volcanoes to Simone. Like she wants to be a school teacher. After hearing. She'll get
2: fired, she's gonna dress like that as After a school After hearing
3: what they are, Simone comments that they are just like Kamina. And Yoko kind of annoyingly agrees that that's exactly word for word what Kamina told her.
0: Yeah. Made of rocks and triangle shaped. Huh? What? <laughs> I'm what? so confused.
3: Well, anyway, Yoko ends up uh, giving Simon a hot cup of soup, saying he needs to eat or else Logon won't work to full capacity. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. And considering, he's the... <laughs> and considering he's the linchpin to taking control of on, yeah, he's gonna need to eat a lot. Also, not feel the pressure of his a very important job there.
2: He does have a very Bill. What is your problem today, man? Um, no, he—he's uh, definitely, I think, of the uh, the different pilots and the different characters and people involved in this. Mm-hmm. He's the one that has the most problem with focus. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one that you know. He is. Uh, I think he he's is You you use the term linchpin. I think mm-hmm. right, which is yeah. I think is an important term to use here because he is the most important sort of person on, on the team. Mm-hmm. When you really think about it, he's, he has the ability to. Like hijack and, and uh and combine with other sort of mechs.
0: No, Logon does.
1: Well but, but, but Simone's
3: the, the pilot But he's Logon.
2: been he's been able to do that, whereas I don't has... know if anyone else could do it. Nobody else
3: has tried. Uh what did Rossio? was Rossi? Rossio and... was piloting Gurren. Guren, okay. Yeah. Okay. But not Logon. No, no one's ever tried to get into Logon and it it's kinda like this whole unspoken thing that Logon is Simone's. I still and... think
0: like this might be a better show if it was Leran and Gurin and Yoko and Logan.
3: We go to Yoko talking to Leran as she's going over her new rifle. Yes. Her old rifle. Yeah, she's all like putting it around and shit. That's actually a continuity question I actually do have is, did Leran make a new rifle or did she recover her old rifle from the bathhouse? Because two episodes ago, it was gone because it was left at the bathhouse.
0: I don't know. That was very that was very succinct.
2: Um, no, that's a good question, honestly. I, I imagine they probably could have gone back to the bathhouse and gotten mm-hmm. it. I mean, LeBron is always constantly like, tinkering around and making new things, so I, I can. Considering see
3: the crap
0: new... he's made, a rifle's not that big a deal, right? Yeah. right.
3: So I'm not surprised if it's a, if it's exactly the specifications of her old
0: one. E- mean, even a Gauss yeah. rifle is not that big a deal when he's mm. fixing mechs and Absolutely. making robot droids. And yeah,
3: definitely. Yoko, after talking to Leron, goes off to find Kamina saying that he's annoying. And uh, Leron has this really coy uh, response saying that she's just a big, as big of a pain in the ass as he is. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of cute. I,
2: Leron's growing on me. He is. <laughs> I mean, I still don't like some of the stereotype stuff,
3: but they've downplayed that quite a
2: bit. Yeah, I don't like it.
0: some of what they do with him, but I think overall he's one of the better characters. Right.
3: So then we go to Yoko meeting up with Kamina. It's an interesting scene. And they have a really brief discussion about what's, what's about to happen. And Yoko and, and the image that we see here is it's kind of a a wide shot of Yoko. I'm not sure if she's kissing Kamina at first, but she's, she's commenting on how his back is always uh, vulnerable. And then they, they embrace and have this really hot kiss moment. And, no, wow. well, well not was, really hot. But I was, mean, actually really was, sensual. It's more sensual.
2: Wow, this
0: hot. is we're getting some interesting adjectives here. I want Josh to stop saying these uh, words. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why? They, they do finally make out. I mean, yeah, you're adult. right. They do kiss. Uh, it is a rom- how about romantic? It's a romantic mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, a little bit, maybe a little bit of foreshadowing, mm-hmm. and uh, someone yeah.
3: sees this. Yeah, we see. We see Simone was watching from the bushes, and he he kind of has a preteen meltdown inside Logan. Which, let's be honest. I can't blame the guy. I mean, he's been here this whole time having a thing for Yoko, who, let's be frank, didn't exactly dissuade him from the obvious infatuation with her.
2: I, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna take umbrage with uh, some of that, by the way. And maybe this is just because I don't like Simone. I'm not going to be blaming Yoko for this. I'm going to be blaming Simone for not understanding social situations. Blue goals
0: lead to entitlement. Entitlement leads to anger. Anger leads to voting Trump. <laughs> didn't Yoda God say damn that? Goddamn no. Mm-hmm. No, no. I and I Yoda is my, my second favorite Star Wars character, so. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I get Yoda.
3: Yeah, fair enough. Counterpoint to that though. Yeah. Simone really wasn't even blaming Yoko. He was when he was actually in the cockpit, he was berating himself saying it's none of my business. It's none of my business it's what true. they do. You know, he's he's trying he's trying to convince himself she's an adult, she made her choice.
2: Right. And he shouldn't have been peeping either at the same fair time. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just do not like Simone in most of the episodes coming up. He just drives
3: me nuts. So, uh, we have Kamina. Uh, he shows up to uh, talk and encourage Simone about the impending fight. This is right after, uh, you know, Simone's kind of having this meltdown inside. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you're okay. Man, we we got this. You got this, dude. The next morning comes. And Kamina goes over the battle plan, which, uh, by virtue of the KISS principle... It's simply, Team Digeron distracts uh, the enemy forces, while Logon does the Headmaster impersonation and takes control Daigunzen.
0: I thought the kiss principle is to uh, rock and roll all night and party every day. No, 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 the other kiss principle. Keep it simple, stupid. Come on, you've done that
3: to me numerous times.
0: Or it could be like, lick it up. <laughs> lick it up, yep, that's the other one.
2: <laughs> that's the other, classic. Or maybe, or maybe saving Santa Claus. I'm
3: <laughs> How is it the guy with ADD is more focused on this than you two?
2: So we don't want to watch it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this one's not
2: so bad. This episode's not so bad.
3: Team is starting to do their kind of their right stuff, walk uh, into battle. And we get a bit of banter going on. And I'm really starting to feel that this whole exchange between Nyoko and Kamino over the comms and everything is, is just filler. Just kind of padding.
2: Yeah, you know what? I don't feel like this needs a lot of filler, this episode. Because the second half of the episode is really, really dense. Right. With With combat. To the point where I feel like they could have slowed down some of that combat stuff and actually, like... Spread it out. And giving it the... a little
0: room to breathe, as right. we'll talk about. I disagree. I think that this filler is establishing normalcy before you shatter it.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: That's no,
0: no, a no.
3: really interesting uh, take. I didn't even think about that. No,
0: just... no, you are right. I think, obviously, with the
2: fact that we know what's going to happen by the end of the episode... Shit's about to get
0: real. I, I knew it was going to happen at this point in the episode the first time I watched it because they're telegraphing it.
3: Yeah. It, it is
2: pretty it
0: is, it is
3: pretty obvious that something big's going to happen. I mean... It's kind of an anime trope too. When you have a character espouse their their feelings of love or whatever, or has a, has an affectionate moment when there's been this whole buildup, there's a fifty fifty chance that someone's gonna die.
0: That's what I'm yes. saying. There's that that emotional buildup, and then like the mm-hmm. "I'll repay that when we get back," and then mm-hmm. the we're establishing normalcy. And no, like I said, they're telegraphing which, it which horribly. Does, Even which the does... break card put him right dead center. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <see. laughs> dead center.
3: Oh, ah, nice. Seth. Um. Which definitely helps your argument that this could be more satire than anything else.
0: Yeah, I'm firmly well, on the camp that this is satire.
3: Which is not a bad argument to have.
0: Uh, I don't know if I'd say satire.
3: I feel like, I mean, I
2: I feel like it's it's this episode is very serious and it's following along with just the the typical anime tropes. I don't know if I'd call it full on satire. I, I mean episode.
0: the epi- I mean the series in general. Because uh-huh.
2: I feel like this episode, you know, there's not a lot of satire going on. Let me let
0: me, let me step back from that because I think you're probably right. It probably isn't straight satire. It's what Matt said when we first talked about it long ago on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We said it's, this whole anime is hyperbole. Mm -hmm. Everything has turned up to 11. You know, even this, with what's about to go down, all these tropes are right there in your face 100%. I mean, as much as I love this series, it's when you see stuff like
3: that, it's a hard argument to, to dissuade.
0: And I don't think it's necessarily bad that's mm-hmm. a very hyperbolic series. I just kind of wish I got that one going. Because that's it. Yeah, it's not straight satire. It's not straight comedy. It's why I didn't get what was going on.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I didn't know it was a hype. I've never even really seen a series that was intentionally hyperbolic. But guess what? Chigma. What?
3: Brickard! <laughs> hey!
2: Welcome to The Break Card, my name is Andy, and I want to apologize if you hear random bits of background noise. I'll try to scrub that out, but my husband is watching Archer in the other room and it's on pretty loud. But anyway, thank you for sticking with us as we are getting back into our reviews of Gurren Lagan this week. And we've already recorded episodes 9 and 10, so they'll be out in the coming weeks as well. But before we get to episodes 9 and 10, next week we are going to have a very special episode extra little bit of an episode, and that was an episode that we recorded with Superfan Matt, who is our one and only most amazing Patreon backer at patreon.com slash tuning Japanese, and because he is backed at $10 a month, we offered him a chance to come onto the show, and he even got to choose the anime that we talk about. The first episode of Irresponsible Captain Tyler which is a really fun anime, and if you have not seen it before, you could head over and search that on YouTube. The entire series is on YouTube. Um, go watch the first episode before next week, so that way you have some idea of what we're talking about. Matt was awesome, and I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy that episode. Again, go to patreon.com tuningjapanese, where you can throw in as little as $1 a month to get bonus episodes. We're going to be releasing bonus episode number 20 here pretty soon. And uh, for $3 a month, you can also get access to all of our past seasons, including our Season 1 review of Excel Saga, Season 3 review of Trigun that is slowly trickling onto that uh, Patreon feed. As well as bonus content like bonus movie reviews, uh, our bonus season of Pokemon Generations, which we just wrapped up. Hopefully you guys uh, listened to that and you enjoyed that final episode Ray and I recorded and released last week. And aside from that, you can go check out the Questionable Endeavor Network at questendnetwork.com. I just released a brand new article, first one I've written in quite some time, talking about the Nintendo Direct, one of my many Nintendo articles. You should know how much I love Nintendo, how much I talk about it on the show on a regular basis. And uh, go check out other podcasts that are on there as well, including the podcast that you're going to hear in our brand new bumper uh, for an existing show at the end of this break card. Again, that is questendnetwork.com. That's about all I got, so we'll just go ahead and get to that ad and right back to our review of Gurren Lagann. See you guys.
1: Hey guys, William Rinkin here from the New Blood Rising Podcast. Just wanted to uh, give a little bit more background about our show here on the Questionable Endeavor Network. We are a timeline-based pro wrestling podcast, a nostalgia podcast in a lot of ways because we look at past eras of professional wrestling and try to find either either missing nuggets that we never... saw before or maybe we re-examine things that we thought were once excellent that maybe aren't so much anymore and vice versa. We go through a variety of different seasons. We've gone through uh, Vince Russo era WCW. We've gone through the Invasion era of WWF. We've watched every single ECW pay-per-view and talked about them. We've even gone through The Undertaker's streak, his streak at WrestleMania and basically all his WrestleMania matches even beyond the streak. Spoiler alert, he lost at some point. And we talk about it. So that's who we are with the New Blood Rising podcast. We're on Twitter at New Blood Pod. We're on Facebook, New Blood Rising Podcast. Please drop us a rating and review on iTunes and please continue to subscribe to this on the Questionable Dever Network as well as many of the other fine podcasts here.
0: We're back from the break car guys. Yes, we are.
3: So well, we're back at the base camp, and uh, Leron shows Ross, you, Gimmy, and Dari uh, that he has a monitoring system. See the power output and everything else that's going on. Gimmy starts getting a bit more... Um, Leon's reaction is, oh, Gimmy, if you keep acting like that, I'll gobble you up! And freaks Gimmy out, and he runs. It's
2: uh, more innocent, sort of like... I mean, not innocent, but it's, it's I'm like going a, to
1: eat you, child!
3: Yes.
2: And I, that's weird to say it's innocent, but like, it's not like anything. You don't sinister. think he said
0: something really nasty in Japanese? You think it's just that? I hope so. Him as the other—that's kind of scary.
3: Yeah, he's he's an uncomfortable person to be around. So any type of comment that he's gonna make is gonna make you go the fuck.
0: <laughs> I mean, there is a little bit problem because I mean, that's ultimately to get that there is gays eat children because they aren't human. But I mean, that's the, the probably the most extreme way to take it. But you I think... can take it. You can take some of that the stuff he does that way.
3: I take it Which more. Which is as more the of the
0: problematic. of a scary
3: him. looking adult said something
0: scary to a child. I don't think Liron's scary. I think he's
3: well, to a kid different never looking
0: but not to, scary.
3: Well, to the perspective of a hyperactive little shit like Gimme.
0: Again, that kind of seems the problematic.
3: I'm not saying it's the right thing. And, and Andrew, please don't please don't think I'm like I'm making an argument that Looking and acting gay is, is, is a scary thing, because I'm trying not That's to. That's kind of you. almost exactly what you're saying. I'm thinking of it more as a scary paternal adult telling you, don't fuck with this shit, or I'm going to fuck you up.
2: I saw it just like, like a, I'm the boogeyman, and I'm I'm going to get you, and he's like, oh, yeah. and he just runs away. I just thought
0: it was just him being like...
3: I mean, it's a funny, it's a funny exchange. And and it, it is. It's
0: weird to say how we would think about this in a vacuum, because we've talked about this so much in the awkwardness with Liron that... Mm-hmm.
3: And I know part of it. I think there was a reason that Leeron was made so over the top. It was it wasn't to make any jabs at at, at a at a homosexual person. It's like as you said, I don't. Th- I don't think that, once again, I don't it, think
0: they mean it as a jab, but I think they do mean it as a joke. Right.
3: And well, it's I it's mean, funny
0: that Leron's so different that everybody's scared of him. I mean, that's that is kind of what they intend with that. I think. Right.
3: Not not a shot at, at his sexuality. A shot at that. No, He's just I mean weird.
0: that. Yeah, that he has such a weird sexual. His sexuality being tied intrinsically to him being a weirdo mm-hmm. and being scary to regular people. I think that is what they intend. You might be right. Eh,
3: maybe. I still like Leron, though. And I think that that exchange is pretty funny at the end. Well, of I don't
2: the think that those are those mutually exclusive things. You can like Leron, okay. but, like but, but not, not necessarily, necessarily like the way that he's fully portrayed by the, by the creators of the show. Fair enough. The that moments
0: with good. him weirding out kids, I think, could go away. And mm-hmm. if those went away, he would definitely be my favorite character.
3: Yeah. Okay. Fair like, enough.
0: I don't mind the over-the-top look so much. I don't mind the over-the-top voice so much. It's definitely the being weird to the kids, whether that's a sexual weirdness or whether mm-hmm. it's a, I'm just so different than a regular person that I'm terrifying to you. Mm-hmm. You know, gay as predator, gay as monster. Either way is what right, he's doing. Right. And I'm not quite sure which one, but I don't like it. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I get that. Off to the fight. So we got uh, Team Digeron, they set up their, their attack, and uh, Veryl and his gunmen show up uh, realizing that they've had a counterattack ready. Um, we, get,
2: we get a really long battle scene. Yeah.
3: Some of the highlights is Team Digeron is throwing rocks down at, at the Beastmen, uh, which, of course, Viral is just irate that that happens. Yeah,
2: well, Veral's mad about everything.
3: Yeah. Uh, we have, of course, our, our fight between Viral and and Kamina. Kamina, of
2: course. You that, needed that other kind of showdown between mm-hmm. the two of them.
3: And Viral's the one that makes the realization that Logon's not there and at that point, Logon pops out and drops right down on top of Gunzen, exploiting the the glaring blind spot of they can't fire up, up top.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. It's like, we can't move our guns uh, you know, uh, 180 degrees north. It's or 90 degrees north, I suppose, but it was it was very weird.
3: It well, battleship cannons are, are similar too. They can't shoot straight up.
0: Well, beyond that, just humans can't fly. They have no reason to ever shoot up.
3: No,
2: you're but right. This
0: is strictly a juggernaut that comes in and scours the earth, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, no, you're you're right.
0: And even his whole crashing one, crashing wave thing makes sense. That he just goes straight forward and clears down. And even being the one that walks on top of the earth. Yeah. That's what he does. He goes through, and and right. so he has no reason to ever shoot up. I mean, he's not hunting with that thing. Or doing Humans drugs. Humans can't fly. Yes, right. or doing drugs. <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't do heroin, so he can't shoot up. Yes. Um, <laughs> no chasing dragons there. I mean, even the flying one you see later, it it shoots down because it's flying. All of its targets would be below it.
3: Kamita kind of ends up, while while fighting Viril, kind of does a Bond villain moment, and he lays out the entire plan to him. Common does
2: to... Viro? Viral? Okay, I don't what, know. What
3: Bond villains do to James Bond when they capture him. Oh. Lay out the entire plan.
2: Oh, I must have missed that somehow. I he forgot goes, about He goes, that.
3: yes! Haha. Now that Logon's on there, we will take control of your base!
2: Yeah, probably not the smartest thing to do. Uh, yeah.
3: After a little bit of time having uh, Logon attached to and it looks like he engaged the Berserker mode because all the guns start going off. Yeah,
2: they, they kind of fire everywhere. <laughs>
3: yeah. And uh, Leron brilliantly points out the obvious and says, there's something wrong.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the combining is not going smoothly. Yeah.
3: And Rossiu even goes further, says, there's something wrong with with Simone's heart. It's literally showing heartbreak. Yeah,
2: there was like an image and it was like Simone's silhouette and it was like a shattering heart, a breaking heart
0: in two. It was weird. I
3: always... I does not know that?
0: That's a really good question. that,
3: That is some of the most
0: intuitive programming ever. That's some of the goofiness that I... Well, they're not so great. About well, the show. I mean that's that's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Evangelion.
2: Evangel- yeah. Evangelion, you know, they, they monitor everything. They, they did. They Evangelion. monitored all, all, like, yeah, they could they could tell anything. Um, a lot of those, but they were
3: essentially plugged into right. the unit themselves. A, a so. lot of a
2: lot of mecha
0: anime that that's a trope. That I have seen common. Evangelion. Mm-hmm. You but should. Aren't those things alive? Yes. yes. So that makes more sense too. That there's true the, and connection. they're like
3: literally plugged into their nervous system.
0: Yeah, so that makes more sense too. It, it makes, does. It makes sense that if you're, if you're a nervous system piloting a bigger nervous system, being hungry or upset would screw you up.
2: But think about it this way: in Logon, they use the willpower, determination to pilot these things. Fighting spirit, and fighting yeah. spirit. and You have to have that connection, like holding on to it. It's kind of like it's kind of like a giant Fitbit. So no. like, so like you could tell like like heart rate. Log and, and your broken fitbit? heart. Yes, log on is my Fitbit.
0: I have never seen a mood Fitbit.
2: It's like it's like it's like a mood ring. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah.
0: I've never seen a mood fitbit. That... There you go,
2: it could be. Right. It's it's
3: technology, mm. it's advanced technology. Anyway, carry on. Simone is distracted. He's like he keeps flashing back to Kamina and, and Yoko kissing, and he's like, Why is this bothering me right now? Why am I thinking about this? She did display a lot of affection towards uh Simone.
0: I think for Yeah, she fought it with and him Yoko... more than anybody.
3: Anyways, the the fight's not going well, the conversion's not going well, and and Kamina sees sees something's going on. So he literally runs on deck of, of die guns and pops out of Gurren and decides to motivate Simo in the same way the professional wrestlers motivated me when I wasn't per, performing well in the match by punching him in the face as hard as he could.
2: That's why you always kick, walked away with black eyes from every match. I didn't have black eyes. Not very often. <laughs> black guys or black eyes. Sorry. Hey, there <laughs> was the madman.
0: That's true. <laughs> they did that important too. If You're not producing. They punch you more.
3: Anyway, one of the things I do uh, find interesting about, about this whole scenario is, you know, when Kamina decks Simone, he looks at him and he's like, "The, the fact that he's uh, telling Simone to believe in himself because he believes in Simone, I think that's a nice little sentiment. He's trying to get him to to realize, hey, sometimes you don't have to believe in yourself. I believe in you, and if you want to believe in me, that's fine."
0: Or it's narcissism.
3: It could be narcissism, but I honestly think it's coming from a place of, "Hey, you got this. I know you got. This. If you can't see it, then believe me." When I tell you.
0: The overall theme of this episode,
3: you're probably right, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that that idea comes back time and time again over the next several episodes. Right. So, you know, Simone's back in action, ready to go. Communists taking a a breather. When uh, all of a sudden, Tim Elf decides to Pearl Harbor him. Yeah. And you bust out from underneath and blast the shit out of Gurren.
0: That's not how Pearl Harbor happened.
3: I'm talking about wrestling. The sneak attack in wrestling.
0: They come out from the ring? Undertaker Kane, did. Kane, Undertaker. Kane on Undertaker did. <laughs> Fine, he Undertaker did. Yeah,
3: yeah. Talk to Kevin Nash. He got dragged under the ring, remember?
0: And then we never saw Diesel again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right, he did come back as Kevin Nash after that. Kamina gets his ass kicked by Tim Elf. Eventually, Viral does a run in and starts double teaming Kamina along with Tim Elf.
2: It's very wrestling-heavy, this theme. He's not talking about that kind of <laughs> double-teaming Bill.
3: Jesus Christ, Bill! I was making all these wrestling points, or these wrestling illusions, and you're taking it on the perverted path? Dude! What the... F- who the fuck are you, and why are you swapping brains with me? Don't say that.
0: I didn't. Because it's you. That's how you say things.
3: You know, I don't just think about sex. I'm not... That's I'm not an ambulatory penis. I know that. So, yeah. I mean, he's getting fucked up. And Tim God damn it, again. I keep saying... Fine. Kamina's mech is getting utterly destroyed by Tim Elf. Is that better? Sure. Tim Elf decides to spear Kamina right through... I mean, literally right through Logon or Gurren. And when you say spear,
2: you mean with his actual spear. With an
3: actual spear, drives right through Wiener. Gurren... Yes. And Skewer's a poor guy, and I mean, he's fucked up, and like, seeing this, Simone goes into true berserker mode. I mean, he loses it.
2: Yeah, he gets those eyes that we're gonna see for the next, like, five episodes. Josh is saying a lot of suggestive things. Yes, he is.
3: Like, Gunzen just goes off, like. (laughs) There
2: he goes,
0: another (laughs) one. Pearl Necklace, Double Team. I don't think he said Pearl Necklace. Pearl Harbor.
2: Uh, focus, Bill. Focus. Get us through this episode, Josh, because this battle is boring.
3: Really? Yeah. Pretty exciting. No,
2: episode. this is this is bad, bad. I don't know. I don't like this combat because they there's, there's too much going on. It's you know the scene where he gets speared is kind of like the high tension moment, but then as we'll see later, that tension is like lifted. Mm-hmm. But then it's then it's it, it's it's just not a My, well put anyway. together combat.
3: As uh, is just going off. I mean, it's wrecking everything. The guns are going off all over the place. I think it causes more uh, volcanic eruptions. I mean, he's at least
0: we're getting this combat instead of just getting somebody watching it and reacting to it. Yeah, it's, you're right.
3: It's 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 a it's a change from the uh, off-screen reactions to the uh, combat. While that's going on, Kami, uh gets up and realizes, "Oh shit, this is happening again!" and literally throws. Gurren's fist at Logon to, once again, punch Simon back into shape.
2: Yeah, no, that he does do that, which is, I, I guess, needed, because Simone is, again, inside his own head, he's not really doing what he should be doing. <laughs> inside his own head. <laughs> Quite literally, Yeah, and he, then he's Kamina, inside of Logon. Ka-
3: yeah, Kamina busts out one of his uh, speeches.
2: It's true, thank you.
3: Well, then Kamina decides he's going to bust out one of his speeches, and starts going on about... Something I don't know. Yeah, it pump it does pump uh, Simone up.
0: Even he doesn't care about the speeches anymore. <laughs> See,
3: it's just yeah. I I never bes- cared about it because communist speeches were obnoxious and very much about himself. True. Um, <laughs> though it is funny because Simone does take control of Guns and he does a disco pose.
2: He does that. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> He's just like yeah.
3: So Tim Elf busts in and they start. Uh, he starts uh, wrecking shit again. So, Kamina and Simone decide to combine into Gurren Logon, at which point battle wraps up, and we see for the first time an actual finishing move where the name actually makes some goddamn s- sense. They use the Giga Drill Break That's true. attack and destroys Tim Elf and wins the day. Hooray! About and, time. And then Kamina dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So,
2: let's talk about... This death scene. Right. Um, so, like, it looks like he dies before, and you have Simone freak the hell out.
0: Right. He but then he's su-
3: suddenly okay? Well, he, he gets
2: and up. then... He,
0: he rolled a 20 on his stabilized check. I guess. But back. then he dies
3: again. I mean, there is one thing, though, too. He, he really does help uh, Simone, though, something in the midst of, of the fight. He's got to start believing in himself. Not in, the, not in the Kamina that believes in him. Mm-hmm. You know he's got a and that the Simo that Kamina believes in. He he's got to start believing in himself. Right, plain and simple. And I think that's that's as far as like parting words. I think that's something very significant.
2: It is, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that if Simo had just like listened to that, we in wouldn't have in the, mm-hmm. in the first place. We wouldn't have had a lot of extra tension.
3: Kamina showed nothing but unending faith in Simo. Yeah. Like, Absolutely completely and early never once died. Yeah, he screwed that pooch. Well, it's I think it's because he see, he saw something in Simon that was better than even greater than himself.
0: Yeah, he also got him killed.
3: Well, I mean,
2: he, he died for the cause that he wanted to mm-hmm. you know, to fight for.
3: Right. And he died I mean, and they even show that the last image, which of course is the rain rain falling, and they, they show uh Kamina slumped over in, in the cockpit smiling
2: visually, by the end, it is it, it is a lot of effort put into this whole episode with the visuals, and I think that it does pay off at the end, because you have this very beautiful scene with the with the rain, and you see his body, and he's he's inside of Garen, and he is dead, and they're all kind of staring, and there's this sort of like, sad
3: final moment, and then we get the title card. Yeah, we end with the title card later, buddy. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. I kind of like that because it makes me think back to um, the classic, uh, um, Spider-Man comic: The Death of Gwen Stacy. The entire comic has the entire scenario, and the very last panel is literally the the title page or the title card saying "The Death of Gwen Stacy."
2: Huh. Well, so, I guess you don't want to start with that. Yeah. That if you're going
3: to title it that, give it away. Yeah. Right. It's it's a hell of an ending. I mean, there's not much else to say. You know, con- and the series is over. Yay! <laughs> it nah, kind of feels like it should be at this point. I mean, I could uh, I could see that being an, an ending point, but we got a lot more to go here. All right, we're so, only eight episodes in, guys. Uh, and there's 27, so that's Josh's final thoughts
0: on the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, final thoughts. I mean, ultimately, it proves that Simone is a bad protagonist. He got Gamina killed. Now, I know you said it's great that he died for the cause, but you know, it also been great to live for the cause and continue to fight for the cause instead of you know, die for the cause.
2: Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that as it, common of being one of my favorite characters in this anime. That's his stubbornness. That's who he is. He was gonna fight till the death, no matter what. And I don't think you can. I don't think you can
0: pin that on Simone. If Simone was doing what he was supposed to do, Kamino wouldn't be dead. They would have just won, and then everything had been hunky dory. Mm,
2: Maybe, but I don't know. Or you know know what?
0: Even if it wasn't hunky dory, and Simone did everything he was supposed to do and wasn't a whiny bitch, it would have been a more meaningful death. Then main, I, I kind of main character acts like a jackass, gets other main character killed. I can kind of agree with you there uh, a little bit,
3: but if you look at it from the sense that that Simone is is the central character of a uh, war uh, of the uh, hero's journey, and he's just starting out. This is like him learning everything, and uh oh, he made a big fuck up, and it cost him dearly. He lost his, he lost the the one family figure that he had. That can be something that can mold part- a person, make him into a better person, can move him, move him away from being a whiny teenage bitch, which okay, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of episodes about it, but that,
0: that's not part of the hero's journey.
3: Well, I mean, that's that's
2: a, that's a common Ka- aspect of it like losing your mentor.
3: Yeah, Kamina is a mentor and he loses it.
2: Think huh? think of Lord of the Rings. Uh think the Star the, Hob- Wars. Th- the hobbits and and the the, the whole whole like party, they lose Gandalf in the first in the first yeah, book and enough. then they have to kind of go out on their own. Star Wars, there's, there's Obi-Wan Kenobi on. Yeah,
3: as a, a perfect example of that yeah, too. Absolutely, I, I think. And, and look I think at Luke. Luke was a whiny, obnoxious teenage kid. I don't like Luke either. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, he started uh-huh. off. Han <laughs> didn't get killed for it.
0: Fair. Anything else to add? No, here? I think that was pretty much it. I, I think this episode cements who of the two main characters I like least, mm-hmm. and it's Simone. Okay. Like I wasn't crazy about Kamina, obviously. I started this out by saying it would be better if it was a Lee-Ron and Yoko show. It's true. I would watch that. Maybe with Keaton as a side character. But yeah. I mean, I it's hard to feel sympathy for the character who acts like a chump and gets somebody killed. And then he whines like, oh, it's my fault. It's like, no shit, it's your fault. I like this
2: episode better than the last few. I like the visual aspects quite a bit in this episode. It, it was
0: better done. It,
2: it's very much better done. Um, I think there were some pacing issues. I think that... I think that, you know, with your explanation of, like, you know, kind of getting this sort of normalcy before they disrupt it was was done really well. But I do think there was some pacing issues. I didn't think the combat was anything special. Um, I feel like the death felt not as impactful as it could have been i do like their their big finishing move where like they they hold the arms and the legs with like the the, the eyeglasses the little boomerang things and then like he just the dr- giant giant drill. drill i like that yeah. they use that later on too in the later episode numerous times it's, yeah it's, it's, like, it's it like actually, a it actually it actually is a real finishing move unlike right. the the normal right. things that Kamina would like shout flaming
3: chariot burning man of desire kicking your face yeah or what,
2: whatever it is so i like that aspect of it um, this episode will lead into several episodes that I just do not like, and I know that Josh is going to argue, you know, my reasons for not liking it.
3: I think I think we have we can have a healthy discourse.
2: About we will have it. A, we'll have a good discussion on it. Um, but it's going to lead into some things that, like what Bill said, is going to make me very much dislike Simone.
0: Like I said,
3: <sighs> he's a kid.
0: He's a kid. I I'd rather have anime guy fairy than whiny goth kid. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. So. He's a kid. I mean, I mean...
3: That's my argument. He's a All kid. the
0: stuff you can say about Kamina that I didn't like, at least it's authentic. Mm-hmm.
3: Grown up ain't easy, and you're gonna be a whiny, pain-in-the-ass, uh, gothy, little, angsty shit-fuck. That's what happens. We well, got... We all went through it. Well... Some of us more than others. That's true. Uh,
2: episode 8, Later Buddy, is now in the books, which means that we'll be back next time with episode 9 of Gurren Lagon. What exactly is a human? And we uh, will kind of see thematically where this goes and totally where this goes, considering mm-hmm. this is a major death in the one third of the way through the series. Mm-hmm. With a character that you thought was going to be basically one of the main characters that would stick around. So, yeah. uh, with that said, should we get out of here? All right. That's I feel like, I feel like we've true. been recording this episode forever. Yeah. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. This rock is my
3: fist. I'm Andy. Um not the sort of fella that would listen to anything anyway, even my own banter. I'm Josh!
0: I've lost something that can never be replaced. What is that? That was really mean. What, what, what is it? What is the one thing you've lost? The ability to have kids? <laughs> What's wasn't <it> going there. <laughs> 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 right. You want, you want to do that again? Uh, <laughs> uh, nope.
2: Uh, your name is <laughs> two, Bill. Two, two and, years of my life? Oh, Your name is Bill and we will see you next time. Oh boy. All right, Vic. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information visit our website tuningjapanese.com like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowfane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Stars slasher sanitarium raw attitude podcast new blood rising the reanimator podcast taco tuesday podcast and our newest show nerd control